Welcome to the Wookiee Gunners Rebels Chat with your host, Jonna Marie, and the Buzz Lightyear to my Woody, my mom, Maria. <laughs> Rebels Chat is a short weekly segment where my awesome daughter and I <laughs> will share impressions, reactions, and our favorite moments of the latest Star Wars Rebels episode. There will be lots of moonwalking, so let's get started. I like moonwalking. <laughs> Today's episode is Flight or Fight, directed by Stephen G. Lee and written by Kevin Hopps. It was originally stated that the episode was written by Greg Wiseman, but the credits list Kevin Hopps instead. Speaking of Greg Wiseman, there's a part in today's episode that totally reminded me of Goliath in uh, from Gargoyles, uh, and we'll totally fangle about that later. But take it away, Ma. Flight of Fight is about Seb and Ezra going on a supply run for Hera. The supply list includes finding a melurum fruit. The journey takes a dangerous turn when Seb and Ezra draw the attention of Imperials and steal a TIE fighter. Fantastic, as we all do from time <laughs> to time. <laughs> so before we break down Flight or Fight, what was your general impression about the episode, Ma? So far, I have not been let down. Yay! <laughs> I'm sure the creators will be happy to know about your opinion there. <laughs> um, so to best discuss and analyze this episode, I broke down, like I always do, the 22 minutes into three parts and segments to make sure that we cover all the awesome bits. So segment one, the episode kicks off with Chopper playing a prank on Ezra and Zeb. After a bit of rough housing around the ship, Hera sends Ezra and Zeb on a supply run to find at least one Melurun fruit. In Kothal, Ezra finds Morad Sumar, an old family friend, who tells him that Melurunz don't grow on Lothal and who is also unwilling to sell his land to the Empire. Meanwhile, Ezra continues to remind Zeb that he saved him, annoying Zeb to no end, when they accidentally find a crate of Melurunz that were purchased by the Empire. Ezra fails to take one, and soon after, they're on the run from Stormtroopers. So, to start off, Chopper's a jerk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> he is the little annoying brother. Yes. He's, I <laughs> he's the one that likes to throw the first stone and then hide his arms like, it wasn't me. <laughs> That's totally him. And he kind of reminded me of Jong Alang, who's my brother. Yes. And and I, it's funny because I use the words younger brother. And I'm, I'm glad you said it, too, because that's exactly how he came across. And I just love that he threw the ball at him. Oh. <laughs> he just threw the ball and ran. But he had it all planned and, you know, like, because he took off the bolts from the bed. So he was leading him to the room for that to happen. Of course. He, 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 he's a prankster. It, it must be written his programming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the, 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 first, the first prank. And that's how I knew that, that it was just going to go downhill from there. When he picks the ball and he fakes Ezra on using the force. Ex Ezra thinks that here he is levitating the ball and... All of a the sudden, they show Shopper picking up with his pincer. <laughs> oh, that was so awesome. Yeah, it was funny. And um, and, and you knew that after that, it wasn't going to be pretty. <laughs> it was not, no. And then the moment Ezra, you know, follows him, we see him 
approach Sabine and he's all there leaning against the, the doorway trying to be awesome, trying to catch her attention and it's not happening for him. <laughs> and yeah, I love that Sabine just shoots him down. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, it's not going to happen, kid. <laughs> and it's funny because she, yeah, she calls him a kid. And she, and she just what maybe she's two 16. years older yeah, than she's him. 16. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but I, I just love that <laughs> he's got no game. Girls, girls are more are more uh, mature than boys at that time. Right, right. And then you know, then the whole thing happens in the room. Uh, Ezra falls on Zeb, and and then they, you know, he starts chasing after him, and and then Hera comes out laying down the law. There comes mama. Mama, big mama. Big mama says, enough, you get out. She said, I want you out of my ship. Like, there was no ifs, ands, or buts. It was crazy. And then she sends them to go, you know, to get supplies and specifically to get at least one Melu run. And you told me the other day that Melu runs look like... like guanabana. Guanabana. <laughs> I wrote guanaba <laughs> in our notes. <laughs> I don't know how, how to say it in English, but the word in Spanish is guanabana. And it looks just like a Maluran, except it's not as pinky as pinkish, you know, like orangey. Right, right. But it's the same shape with those little pricky dots coming out. Just basically, it looks just like it. That's so awesome. I didn't even, and then I Googled it because I didn't know what the heck she was talking about. So I Googled it and it's real. Yeah. (laughs) And this is mainly in Puerto Rico or? Uh, I don't know if they have it in other parts of of Hispanic America, but um, they do have them in Puerto Rico. That's where I know them from. Gotcha. Do you know what it tastes like? Obviously, right? Sweet. Sweet, awesome. It's a, 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 a white. Um, pulp inside mm. and it does have uh, seeds in between mm-hmm. but it's sweet it's very soft to the palate oh that sounds nice. awesome. awesome it is can you make <laughs> juice out of it oh yes we oh. do uh, guanabana uh, jugo de guanabana guanabana juice that sounds so difficult <laughs> to say <laughs> and uh, there's something else um, I forget the name of it because I, I that I didn't like much because they made it with eggs and stuff. It's like a punch. Oh, okay. That sounds awesome. Well, anyway, there you go. It's a real life fruit that you can actually get in, in places like Puerto Rico. <laughs> you don't have to go to Cotal to get them. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, they, uh, they go into town, obviously, to get all this stuff. And they happen to come across a crate that has them. And, you know, trying to get one, it doesn't really happen. The Imperials start chasing after them. So there's this one scene that I want to point out where Zeb is climbing up the wall. And it looks exactly like Goliath Goliath in Gargoyles. You don't even have to watch the show. Just watch the intro. If you've never seen Gargoyles, go Google it, YouTube it. Just watch the introduction and you'll see Goliath climbing the wall. It's the same exact process. And I just love it. I I was fangirling all over the place because he's purple. Goliath's purple. They have the claw fingers. I'm going to like edit it and put Gargoyle's theme song in the background. (laughs) (laughs) And um, did you have any other comments about this segment? No, not yet. Next one. Next one. (laughs) So, yeah. So let's do the next one. 
Okay, in segment two, Zeb crosses paths with Baron Valen Rudor, the TIE fighter pilot from the character shorts. He takes over the TIE fighter and flies his way through Cathal in search of Ezra. After telling Ezra to confess their even, Ezra jumps into the TIE fighter and they make their way out of Cathal with a dirty window. Meanwhile, Hera finds Sabine painting in Zeb and Ezra's room. Back in the TIE, Ezra saves them from crashing and later contacts Kanan and Hera. Not pleased, Kanan tells them to disable the locator beacon and go to the rendezvous point. Ezra spots smoke on the horizon where Supply Master List took local farmers captive. So we have Balan Rudor back again. That poor guy always gets terrorized by Zeb. <laughs> and it's just funny to see his little girlish screams. screams. <laughs> or his eyes bulging whenever yeah, yeah. he sees them. Uh, and then, uh, did you have anything else to add for that one? Oh, I just, I, I, I love how um, Seb manages to uh, get control of the TIE fighter and then ends up basically saving Ezra. And, and while he was running on the roofs, trying to escape, he was like, are we even? Yeah, are we like, even? <laughs> I'm not <laughs> helping you if you don't say so. Yeah, he doesn't want to have that over him anymore. That whole, I saved you um, excuse that Ezra's been Because he, he was starting to be a, be a jerk, annoying. Mm-hmm. But then that's what 14-year-olds do. That's they get true. annoying. <laughs> don't Yeah, don't we know it. And then there's the whole... Apparently, people, you know, they notice these little things and they get so obsessed with them. And why does it happen? And should it even happen? And one of those was whether a TIE fighter can fly sideways. Oh, my God. But um, Come on, people. It's a cartoon. <laughs> exactly. It's a cartoon. You know, so... When you create stories or you create um, your 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 fiction, you have rules and you you obey those rules. You can do whatever it is that you want in your universe. So if in your universe you want to create something that goes sideways like that, by all means, do it. But be consistent. And I think that even though they haven't shown TIE fighters going sideways or flying sideways, it is pretty consistent. You see the propulsions and you see it moving and in, in a way that it is believable that it can move sideways in the atmosphere and it's not just a ship made for space i, I think it's believable I, <laughs> I know a lot of people are, are like why does it happen and it's like well what you know how does a tie fighter fly in the first place <laughs> that's one of the bigger questions i would say i mean how is that even up in the air I don't know. <laughs> All I know is I enjoyed that side waist flying. Yeah, it was it was, it was awesome. <laughs> and the way he saved them. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I don't care much about rules as long as I'm entertained. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole great thing about it going sideways was that obviously Zeb wasn't paying attention to what, what he was hitting. He was doing, yeah. And then one of the things he hits is the guy with the fruits, the, the Rodian and then the, the guy like whines after him it was like well, <laughs> in his language and it kind of reminded me do you remember my in avatar the last airbender the cabbage oh, guy oh the cabbage guy that got <laughs> that will get his little uh, cabbage stand. wagon always all broken up and trampled my, my cabbages, cabbages. 
<laughs> and uh, that's exactly what it reminded me of, which is pretty neat. <laughs> Um, and we also have uh, back on the ship. We have Hera finding that Sabine's, you know, drawing something. <laughs> Sabine trying to uh, paint a mural. <laughs> yeah, trying to. Uh, she's inspired, so she has to. She has to go through with her vision. He did told. He he did say, uh, "Let me know when you. I would you want me to inspire you." Yeah, well, there it is. <laughs> and uh, and then. And, uh, oh. Guys out there, always be very careful about what you tell a girl. (laughs) She will use it against you. That's true. She will. (laughs) We all will. Um, and in addition to that, just I like that uh, that Hera lets Sabine draw anywhere in the ship, yep. as long as it's not her room. Her room. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that she she lets her creativity, you know, grow within the ship, and that's pretty neat of her to do that. And uh, and then there's Hera and Kanan enjoying the the silence. The solitude, the the calm before the storm. Before the storm of not having Ezra, the kids, quote-unquote, around. around. (laughs) And I I just love that because it reinforces the whole parent image. They're the, you know, mother and father. And there's the whole parent exchange when they call in to uh to tell them that oh here they are let's see what they're saying <laughs> yeah. let's see what their excuse is yeah and then they tell them that they stole the tie fighter and kane is like what, what? <laughs> and then it's just it's just an awesome it just shows the dynamic how great they work as a crew and also as a family and and you know there's obviously the responsible the responsible ones which are Hera and Kanan and the not so responsible ones. But, but I I think we're gonna see down the line. It it has to. We we're gonna have to see that youthful side of these two. Like, oh yeah, that's what that, I'm hoping for. That they're not the perfect. You know, older. They, adults, they have everything you know, under control. control. Yeah, you know. So uh, it would be interesting to see what is uh, Hera's weaknesses. What, what what doesn't really jive? You know, like that's what, a, what. Where can she go wrong? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good observation. I actually asked a question where it was, "What are Hera's weaknesses?" Because she's shown to be the strong, strong. independent woman. You know, who's has a clear vision of going against the empire, but then what are her faults? Does she have any weaknesses? And I asked that question, and I was so thankful it got answered at New York Comic Con. And Vanessa Marshall, who voices her, said that she, that Hera, her weakness is that she needs to line up. She <laughs> she is so uptight and so in the game that she needs to loosen up every once in a while but then she can't loosen up so much where she endangers her life or endangers her crew so i i, I like It'd that be interesting to to see how how she falters later on because they have to part of being strong is also allowing yourself to be be weak at, at moments mm-hmm. you, you're not perfect nobody's perfect no matter how good you are, there's always something. Mm-hmm. And she's going to have to come to terms to, with it. And like the person who voices her said, 
she has to lose an arm. Mm-hmm. So it will be interesting to to see the results of her losing an arm. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't, like I said, doesn't lose an arm too much. <laughs> um, and then going outside of of the the ghosts and where, what's happening to Ezra and Zeb on the TIE fighter, you have the Empire taking over the this land. Basically, the Empire is dictator. And in a dictatorship, nobody has rights. Nobody has land. Nobody has property. Everything belongs to the government. And they can do whatever they want whenever they want it. Exactly. The thing is, the, the show hasn't really established the fact that the, the empire is growing. It needs yeah, the, to grow. it needs to ha- build factories. It needs to get natural resources. So there was a book that I just recently read, and I recommend that everyone picks it up. It's um, Jason Fry's Servants of the Empire, Age, Edge of the Galaxy. It basically details everything that's happening on Lothal. And one of those things is taking orchards and farms and strip mining them and finding natural resources and basically leaving the, you know, once they find what they need, they move on to the next to the next land. So essentially this planet will become nothing by the end, by the yeah, by the time the empire's done with it because all they want is natural resources, resources to build their, you know, tie fighters to build their, you know, troop transports and all this other material that they need in order to go on to the next planet and then take whatever they can get from that planet. So even though that's not really shown in the in the series, that's what they're trying to get at slowly but surely. Um, I, I, I liked it because it, it, it is part of the whole storyline. It, it, it just shows that the why entire, they, yeah. they get together. It's why this rebel cells form because... They have to fight against the great evil that is oppressing them. Exactly. And uh, so I guess we can, if nothing else, we can go on to the next segment. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I, I just have to say that I really loved Kanan and his, you know, face palm, like, I can't deal with this right now moment <laughs> at the Dejaric table. He's just like, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> and it just made me laugh. It's just so good. So in segment three, Ezra lands on the troop transports to save the prisoners. Stormtroopers attempt to stop and capture him, but he evades them successfully by using the Melu runs as weapons. Needing a quick escape, Zeb flies back down to save Ezra, and the two successfully fly away. When meeting up with Hera and Kanan, Ezra and Zeb tell them that they crashed the TIE fighter. The two are getting along quite well when they see the painting that Sabine left in the room. They confront Chopper since he had removed the bolts from Ezra's bed, and the chase continues. So we have a pretty awesome moment for Ezra where he presses the button to to free the prisoners. I love the fact that he got he he got it. He he was able to use the ability to that started the whole thing because that's what he was trying to do in the beginning when Chopper faked him out. He was trying to use the force his mind to move the ball, and this is what he ends up doing. And he tried again when he was trying to get the Malurans from the from the top from, of the, the transport. The transport, yeah. But he failed. But then the third time, when it was about saving the life of others, 
and the life of people he knew, he was able to control it and use it. And it clicked. Here it goes. I'm doing it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I like that that happened. And that third time's a charm. <laughs> and then there's uh, Zeb. Actually, before he landed on the tra- transport, Zeb had the uh, the, the, the call sign uh, Commander, Commander Meluron. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Ezra's, Ezra's like Meluron. Is that the only thing you can come up with? with? Seriously, <laughs> he is too much. He is um, he's too funny. <laughs> Who was ever Ezra? Zeb. Oh, Zeb. <laughs> he's too funny. He's like Commander Meluron. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my friend uh, Elisa, she brought up a good point about this episode where we see a more playful side to Azeb. He's more, he's funnier. He's not as cranky as, as we saw him in the past couple of episodes. It, it made me wonder how old Seb is in terms of uh, of the others. Like we know Ezra is about 14 years old. Uh, Celine? Sabine. Sabine is about 16. Mm-hmm. Then I figure... Hera, Hera. She's in her mid-twenties somewhere. In her mid-twenties? I I thought she would be like more... She was 18. She was 18 in A New Dawn, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. 24. See, I can't count, so I need to... She's 24. I I, I will put 10 more years on that. Really? On her. Uh, And the way that she behaves... It's more like a thirty-five. She had a rough childhood, so she had to be older. And um, and I put um, Canaan. Canaan about the same age. He's he's thirty-five or something. Shoes. If she's twenty-four. Oh my god, I don't even remember. This is all in the Star Wars Rebels visual guide. If you needed it, but I think he's in his late twenties, early thirties. So I I put them both around the same age. About. 35. So it surprises me that they're younger than that because yeah. <laughs> the way they behave is is more, much older, m- much older, yeah. more mature. And it made me wonder what will be the age of Seb in that, you know, in relation, relation to the I others. Think he's, uh, t- uh, to be honest, I don't, I, I'm con- drawing a complete blank, but I think he's in his 30s as well or 40s. I may be, I, I, like I said, I may be incorrect though. To me, he acts more like a, a mid to late teen, where they become very moody and very independent and leave me alone. <laughs> I want to be here. He does not have there. that. Yeah. yeah. He has that. He was actually part of the military on his own planet. So I'm guessing he's definitely older. But I guess uh, mentally or, yeah. or the way he's been since he's this, yeah or since he's left his home planet or everything that has happened to him he's he's found his comfort zone and that's why he's comfortable <laughs> exhibiting with the others <laughs> and then there's uh, the the moment where Ezra's fighting all the stormtroopers on top of the the transports and then there's that one where he <laughs> the stormtroopers like wait you did all this for, for fruit, fruit? <laughs> and that, Ezra looks so offended. Like, no, maybe. <laughs> I just thought that was a comedic genius moment because it, it just it, it just caught you by surprise. <laughs> and then and then this was an episode, an awesome episode for Ezra's slingshot. 
and he was using it very well. Yeah, but uh, when the stormtrooper tell the other the other one on the side, oh, don't worry, it's not gonna hurt you. Your armor is gonna protect you. And all of a sudden, Maluda come, Maluda comes and hits him and makes him <laughs> well, fall. Like, okay, <laughs> it was funny because they got hit in the way they would have gotten hit with a blaster ball. <laughs> And it just it was dramatic and it was so funny. But at the same time I I really wanna see the stormtroopers be more serious and be more threatening. Because, you know, this is the army that the Empire essentially takes over the galaxy with. So I, I'd like to see them be more threatening and um not being used as a source of humor all the time. Because so far up until this point they're they're bad shots or they, they, they get hurt themselves or uh, others hurt them in a, in a funny way. So it'd be great to, to have them, like I said, not be a, a, a source of humor all the time. And then uh, following that, uh, we have Zeb. After all is said and done, Zeb gives him the TIE fighter pilot helmet. And, and Ezra's like, oh, you know, I already have one. And but then, then he realizes that Seb did it, you know, thinking about him. So he goes, oh, but I can use it, you know, and <laughs> to make him feel better. Yeah, that was very sweet. And you saw the, the the expression on Zeb's face when he when Ezra said that he already had one. It was very sad. And that that that's the moment where, you know, the relationship change. Mm hmm. So, yes, we can annoy each other. Yes, we may get mad at each other but we're gonna always be friends we're gonna always be brothers and be there for each other which is sweet yeah it, it made my heart you know warm <laughs> <laughs> and then you know they finally get to to the ghosts and Ezra and Ezra and Hera and Kanan are like where the heck have you been and you know they say that they crashed the TIE fighter nah Exactly. Nah. <laughs> a total lie. You saw it in their faces. And that's a, another another, you know, applause for for the animators for getting that cuz you saw it on their and then the voice actors as well. Cuz you saw it on their face, you heard it in their voices where that was a lie. They're lying, but <laughs> Hera and Kanan are too slow on the uh on Uptake. that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So we know by from concept art that the ship itself had, was hidden in like rock, rock structures on Lothal. So I'm hoping maybe later that on they will come back to, to it. get it because they might need it for something for some infiltration. Who knows? So that uh, that that'd be pretty cool to see that down the line. And, and then we get to see Sabine's masterpiece. Masterpiece, yes. It's so awesome. I mean, it's, it's so accurate too. <laughs> it's so it's so funny. Chopper in the corner with the two um, the balls, and um, Ezra on top of Seb with all the stars and everything. I love how colorful it is, and uh, it's very cartoony, very cartoon like. I like but that. She style. was making fun oh, of yeah, the whole yeah, situation, yeah, yeah. I just so love she has to do a yeah. cartoon. It's cool that she has all these different drawing styles uh, in her arsenal of art stuff. And uh, and then that's when they realized that it was Chopper that had started everything. Because they hadn't known that. They thought it was each other playing pranks mm -hmm. on each other. 
And uh, so the chopper passes by and you know, starts mocking And he them. has to say something. Of course, you know, the, you know, he always wants to the last laugh, the last, uh, the last word on everything. And then uh, they end up in the, the back in the hangar and, you know, they, they point out Chopper and they're like, he did it. He, he started it. it. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and this is another moment where they mention again. And, and I think that's part of letting everybody know something is there yeah, exactly. about the TIE fighter. Because mm-hmm. Ezra... Um, Hera says, at least they they got rid of the TIE fighter. And, and they look at each other like, uh-huh, uh-huh yeah, okay, the- if you say so. <laughs> That's what you think. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was, that was a very fun episode. It wasn't as serious as Droids in Distress. And Droids in Distress wasn't all that serious either. It just had very heavy tones. It, it, but the episodes so far have a very nice balance between the the seriousness of the empire and all the problems and the fighting with uh, the comedic undertones and and the moments uh, relaxed moments in between you know right. it, there's a nice balance it's not a lot of one thing and and less of the other nice balance i know and they they really have been great at doing that so far and the next episode is a bit darker but it also has those nice and quiet um moments or those nice uh soft warm-hearted moments were uh, against the you know the darker ones so any last thoughts about the episode Mm, just um i really enjoyed it and i can't wait for the next one Oh man, the next one's gonna be so good, so good. <laughs> I already saw it like three times. Oh my god! <laughs> well, the first time I saw it at the press screening, the New York City press screening. The second time I saw it at New York Comic Con, and then the third time I saw it because we have Disney XD the the app, so I saw it early. All right, two is my limit. Two is your limit. <laughs> two is my limit. <laughs> That's true. She, my mom, watches it on Monday when it comes out, and then she watches it again on Wednesdays so that we can do the episode like we are so right we now. we can do the fangirling. <laughs> the fangirling. Yay! Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so that's us doing our thing. So that's it. And stay tuned for our next Rebels chat when we'll discuss the episode Rise of the Old Masters. And make sure to visit thewookiegunner.com for all things Star Wars and fangirl. May the force be with you. Always. Ha, 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 ha.